God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. I'm grateful for the word of God. I'm grateful for what God is speaking, what God is saying in this particular moment, this season, what he's releasing to us. What he is releasing to us is so powerful. We can just grab hold of the word of God. I'm telling you, whatever season you find yourself in, God is going to bring you out of that season. And guess what? You're not going to... Uh, be so desperate to come out of the season that you forget to worship and praise God in it. In the midst of it all, I don't care what's going on, you're going to lift up your hands and say, God, I'm not so desperate to get out of this that I can't recognize who you are in it. You're still God in the furnace. You're God in the fire. You're God in the pit. You're God in the belly of the big fish no matter where I am you're still God and so I thank you for for being God in my life I know you thank him for being God in your life again I'm just so grateful for all who are watching right now and those who um, happen to be present in the house of God on this morning God does have a word for us Um, Let's go to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Yes, Lord. You know, if we are going to be successful, we have to demonstrate authority over our flesh. We, We have to be able to demonstrate authority over our flesh many of us were good at starting things but bad at finishing things we can start a lot of stuff but uh, few people are able to see things through to completion and when you begin to master your flesh you tell you what to do yeah, you, 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 you tell you what to do. You say, no, I'm not doing that today. I'm not, I'm not procrastinating today. Today, I'm about to get busy and I'm going to work to the sunsets. No, I'm talking about some people who have mastered their flesh because you cannot be successful if you don't learn how to put the flesh under submission. I'm talking to a bunch of people that's about to put their flesh in a submission hold. Yeah, you're about to choke the life out of your flesh and tell your flesh, listen, you ain't about to mess up my destiny. You you ain't about to mess up. No, you're not. I'll choke the life out of you right now. (laughs) Put the flesh in in a submission hold. You know, I before I get into the word of God, you can be seated. I I watched a fight one day and this guy was, he was fighting somebody that was bigger than him, 
bigger than him. And somehow uh, this little stout guy uh, got his arm around his neck. And he locked on his neck. And choked him to his knees. <laughs> it didn't matter how big he was. If you can get that thing by his throat. I'm telling you right now. It doesn't matter how big it is. It don't matter how intimidating it looks. This thing is about to come down. Hallelujah. I see some of you. You about to gain victory over enemies that appear to be bigger than you. I'm telling you right now, you're about to gain victory over what appeared to be bigger than you. Glory to God. Let, let's go to Luke, Luke 4, Luke 4. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. And was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread and Jesus answered him it is written man shall not live by bread alone man shall not live by bread alone in this particular passage of scripture, there are uh, three temptations that Jesus is faced with. And uh, Jesus has been prepared for this very moment. He did not show up here by uh, happens chance. The scripture says it clearly that he was led by the spirit into the wilderness. See, this is where most of us get messed up because we don't understand that God is not just leading you uh, to the fulfillment of your dreams. Yeah, when he starts leading you into uh, the wilderness, we're getting ready to really find out where your faith is. Father, I thank you for your word. And I thank you for what you're saying that's going to help us to be prepared. We magnify you right now. We give you praise right now for who you are and for what you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I want to speak briefly on this morning from the topic I'm not here to fail I'm not here to fail I, I, I did not show up to fail 
Listen, I didn't get married to fail. I didn't start ministry to fail. I was created, you were created to win, to succeed, to have victory in your life. You know, I remember um, when I was in school, uh, I, I didn't prepare for anything, y'all. I didn't. I, I didn't prepare for anything. Uh, the only classes I enjoyed was math and gym, right? Uh, if, if I was, was going to pass, it, it was going to be a miracle. It, it was going to be God working through me. Uh, one of the reasons was uh, I had lost faith in me. Yeah, in, in high school, I, I lost faith in me. I didn't believe uh, that I was able to perform academically. And, and consequently, I didn't spend a lot of time uh, studying because I thought it was a comprehension problem. But we identified that it was a confidence problem. Yeah, it was a confidence problem, not a comprehension problem. You know, often when teachers are assessing you, uh, they don't assess you for a lack of confidence. And so there uh, were many classes that I simply, I failed. I failed. I failed classes. And yes, it was, it was discouraging uh, to me at that time. I, I did get discouraged, uh, but there was something on the inside of me that kept nudging me and saying there, there is uh, something great on the inside of you. No one, no one on earth is better at preparing people than God. Oh, my Lord, no one on earth can get you ready like God can get you ready. Uh, when you're getting ready uh, to launch into purpose, uh, God's preparation period is, is flawless. It's flawless. It, it doesn't matter uh, what things may look like on the surface. Uh, God has a greater plan in store. And there are some things that uh, will happen, will go on in your life, and you won't get it. You won't understand it all. All you have to do is rest assured that when God is preparing you, you're going to come out ready. When you submit to God's hand on your life and you start saying, God, just have your way in my life. Whatever you want to do with me, go ahead and do it with me. I don't understand exactly what's happening right now, but I know one thing. You can't fail at preparing. You cannot fail. Anytime, anytime uh, God is testing you. Is testing you. He will always, always test you on the level of your faith. I'm amazed at uh, some of the things uh, believers go through and call a test. We call everything a test. Your boyfriend left you. I'm being tested. That ain't, that's not testing you 
because he left. <laughs> it was meant for him to leave. This ain't no test. This is God ridding you of burdens. A true test is not the result of a bad decision. That's called a consequence, right? So, so we don't make bad decisions and then get the consequences and say, the Lord testing me. No, he's not testing you. Just, it's just the consequence. A true test comes when you make a decision to stand for God and suffer in some way as a result of your commitment. That's when we know you are being tested. When you made a decision, you said, I'm going to stand for the Lord. And then all hell began to break loose in your life. We know now you're being tested. The children of Israel uh, were tested in the desert. After being delivered from Egypt, Moses led them through the wilderness without finding water for three days. Continuing the journey necessitated hydration. So they had to get hydrated if they were going to continue. If they did not get hydrated, they were going to die. They needed a miracle from God. God was testing them. Trusting God, I want you to hear this. Trusting God in times of testing reveals our heart toward God. We discover if we uh, possess true faith in discomfort, yeah, in discomfort, when we trust that God will give us what we need, although we feel hardship, our faith is proved genuine. Hear me. When we trust that God will give us, trust that God will give us what we need, although we feel hardship, we feel, we feel hardship. Our faith is proved genuine. No matter what we feel, we say, God, I trust that you're going to give me what I need. And I'm not going to lose my faith in this season, even though I feel hardship, even though sometimes I feel discouraged. I'm not going to throw away my confidence in you. Paul said it this way in 2 Corinthians 4 and 8. We are hard pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair. In other words, Paul was saying we are going through, but we are not hopeless. Oh, I haven't lost my hope yet. I'm going through some stuff, but I am not hopeless. I, I still believe that what? God is able. I still believe that God can bring me through this. Hallelujah. When we lack trust in God, we become exasperated as we feel the reality of our need for God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a wilderness or desert experience will test you because your dependence on God is accentuated in dry places. In dry and barren places, you begin to truly realize how much you really need God. You, you understand in those places that you need him daily. 
You, you understand in those places that you need him every hour. You, you understand in those places it's not going to be your effort that gets you delivered. You're not coming out because you wield yourself out. You're coming out because his hand was on your life and he pulled you out. Hallelujah. So you're not losing no confidence in God. It's in those moments God begins to accentuate your need for him. He says, look how much you need me. Look how, how, how much you need me. When, when Israel, listen to this, when Israel was made fully aware of their need for God in all things, Israel began to fantasize. This is what happened. They thought about Egypt. A time, hear me, in their lives, they didn't need God to provide daily needs. Yeah, they look back on their lives and they say there was a time in our lives in Egypt where we did not need daily bread because we could just go get bread when we needed something to eat so they begin to fantasize about those times in their lives they said there was a time where we could just go get it and just make it happen there was a time where we didn't have to wait on God. There was a time where we didn't need manna. Now the miracle of manna is, is, is normal. It's regular. It's something that they don't even appreciate anymore. They get a miracle every single day. But they begin to look back and say, you know, there was a time when I didn't need God to do this for me. They begin to fantasize about Egypt while they were on their way to promise. I want you to note this. It's not what goes into your mouth when you eat, but what continually comes out of God's mouth that makes you alive. It's not what goes into your mouth when you sit at the table that makes you alive. It's what comes out of the mouth of God that makes you alive. So you can lose some meals. What you can't lose is the word. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't lose the word. You, you can lose some meals. You can give up sometimes at the table. But what you can't lose uh, is a continual flow uh, of the word of God in your life. Because what comes uh, from his mouth makes me alive. If I don't get what comes from his mouth, I'll die right where I am. If I don't get what comes from his mouth, I'll get stuck in this moment. Uh, it is what comes uh, from the mouth of God that fuels me. It's what comes from the mouth of God that causes my faith uh, to go to another level. Hallelujah. Mm. It's what comes from the mouth of God. And that's why it's important that we get in the presence of God. Because God is asking us, uh, what are you really living on? He's saying, what are you really living on? Are you, are, are you living on uh, what you eat at the table? Is that, is that what you're living on? Because there are a bunch of people right now that have full bellies but empty spirits. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can be full at the table. You can have Thanksgiving with no Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you can get full in your flesh and be empty in your spirit. You will be dead but full in your flesh. 
bunch of people eating well, but malnourished in the spirit. And God tells us plainly that what really keeps you alive, you don't even understand. What really keeps you alive, you won't eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What, what really keeps you alive, you, you won't pay for. You'll pay for a time in the restaurant. But what are you willing to give up so you can get a word from God? You're willing to give up some sleep. Say, God, I'm tired, but I, I can't live without your word. Hallelujah. I can't live. Unless you speak to me. And, and so uh, in this narrative, Jesus is being tested. Jesus, 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 God in the flesh. Jesus, the anointed one. Jesus, the Christos. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is being tested. Jesus, the word made flesh. Jesus, Emmanuel is being tested. And what is the devil doing? He's playing on Jesus' hunger. <sighs> See, the enemy is always playing hungry people. God, hear me. Uh, the enemy is always playing people that are hungry. Hungry for a relationship, right? You're about to get played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungry for attention. You're about to get messed up because you're about to get the wrong attention. The devil tells Jesus, go ahead and turn uh, this stone uh, into bread. The problem here is the devil is trying to make Jesus turn this stone uh, into something that Jesus already is. He's already bread. He is the bread that came down from heaven. See, the enemy will play you too. He'll say, I want you to turn this boy into a man. Yeah, he will. See, he playing you. He playing you. He knows what you want. He knows how hungry you are. And he knows you'll settle for it uh, and try to turn it into something that it's not. I didn't come here to fail. I didn't come here to repeat the same cycles over and over and over. I want to take this test one time. Yeah, the, listen, listen, listen. Jesus is about to go into public ministry. Oh, God. Jesus is about to go into public ministry. And God ain't into sending people that's not ready. Yeah, every person sent by God got tested. They didn't just show up on the scene. No, they got tested. And he tested us on the level of our faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that should answer some questions for some of us. Because we keep thinking that we're getting tested in areas that we already failed in. 
Oh, let me help you because God is not that cruel. God not going to keep testing you above your great level. He's he not going to keep testing you. And, and, oh, Jesus. You, you already fell in there. Why would God keep testing you there? That ain't, that ain't the Lord. The Lord is not doing that. The devil done showed up on the scene and he's, uh, he's trying to tempt you and get you caught up in a vicious cycle. That's not God testing you. God already know that's your weakness. So God is not going to test you with something that you're already weak to. I didn't show up to fail. Where are the people at that didn't show up to fail? I, I dare you to write that in the comments right now. I did not show up to fail. Okay, let's let's can we can we define test because I, I think that that's important. A test is a procedure intended to establish the quality, performance, or reliability of something. Yeah especially before hear me it is taken into widespread use oh god see see there are people who are looking for god to use them in a way that is broad and god said i don't allow anything to come out of my warehouse that has not been tested he said, if you get out of here, you got a stamp of approval on you. If I send you, I've stamped you, I've said the quality is sure, and this person is ready to perform. Now, now listen to this, because, you know, when a, a car comes off the uh, assembly line, that car has to go through uh, some, some tests. Yeah, yeah, they, th that car has to be tested because uh, it can't get out to the public if there are some safety issues. And, and what I want you to understand is that if, if God tests you, uh, you, you getting ready to go somewhere. If God tests you, he's getting ready to take you to heights unseen. If, if you just going to go around the corner, uh, you don't need a test. If you're just going to take a journey around your neighborhood, we don't really need to test you. Matter of fact, you could probably just get in the go-kart and, and just go on around the corner. But when God has a plan to use you in a broad way, he's going to have to test you and make you ready. And when God makes you ready, you are ready for real. When God makes you ready, you come out with power. When God makes you ready, you come out with capacity when God makes you ready he refines you with fire when God makes you ready he'll purge your heart when God makes you ready he connects you he grounds you he roots you when God makes you ready you ready for real you ready for real God not sending nobody out to fail I see God raising some people up in this season God is saying if you can get your flesh under control I'm getting ready to do something with you that's going to blow your mind if you can get your flesh under control and you can begin 
to say no to your flesh. He said, I'll use you in a high place. If you can tell your flesh, I don't care how you feel. You're about to obey the voice of the Lord. I don't care how thirsty you are. I don't care how hungry you are. Obey. Obey. Flesh get low. Flesh humble yourself. God is about to use me in a way he never used me before. I didn't show up to fail. I showed up to win. I'm coming out of this with power. Hallelujah. 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 I dare you to praise God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you are about to go into widespread use. That's why he's testing you. That's why he's taking you through the things you've been going through. You've been asking God, why I got to stay in this place? And God said, you're staying in this place because I'm about to make you public. You're staying in this place because I'm gearing you up. I'm getting you ready. When you come out of this, they going to know your name and you're going to give me the glory. When you come out of this, somebody going to get healed. When you come out of this, your daughter going to get delivered. When you come out of this, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I dare you to praise him right there. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. See, what's, you can be seated. What's important here is that Jesus is not willing to do this for his personal purpose Jesus will later multiply fishes and loaves yeah he'll multiply fishes and loaves this is how you know you get ready to win when you won't do it for you but you'll do it for your community you said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this just for me. No, if, if I'm going, I'm going to do this, somebody else going to eat besides me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody else is going to get blessed as a result of this. I'm not going to turn this stone into bread and just eat myself. If I eat, somebody else going to have to eat too. Where are the people at that, that have said that to themselves? If I'm going to eat, somebody else going to eat. I'm going to bless somebody else. I'm not going to do it just for me. I'm doing it for everybody that's connected to me. So Jesus said, no, I'm at the end. He was at the end of his 40 days of fasting. He, he could have done it, but he said, no, I'm not going to do it for me. I'm not going to glorify myself through this miracle. No, I'm not. I'm going to allow the Father to glorify me. There is a time coming and a season coming where I'm not going to have to speak about my own glory, but the Father is going to glorify me because I said, yes. Yes, to his will. I dare you 
to say yes right now. Come on, top in the comments. Yes, 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 Lord, yes, Lord. Again, God is not into putting people out that haven't been tested. He's not into doing that. If he is uh, going to use you, he has to test you. He has to test you. And you know what? In this season, I'm saying to God, thank you for the test. Now, now, when I was in school, I wasn't thankful for the test because I didn't prepare. But when you get to a place in your life when you have allowed God to prepare you, you start talking like this, bring on the test. Uh, bring on the test, bring on the test, bring on the test. Why? Because, because the children of Israel were tested in the wilderness before God opened the door to promise. See, here it is. Uh, every test that God allows you to go through, he opens the door to another promise. I'm telling you right now, you cannot be tested by God and not get the blessing that comes along with you passing the test. So before, when I was anxious about tests, I'm no longer anxious about tests. And, and I'm saying to myself, I, I'm all right. Why? Because I know that I don't live on bread alone. Yeah, I've been in my word in this season. Yeah, I've been in my prayer closet in this season. Uh, so whatever comes my way, I'm just like, bring it on right now. Because right now I'm ready. I'm ready uh, for whatever comes my way. Uh, I'm thankful for the test. I, I wonder, I wonder... Uh, what you are allowing to control your life. Yeah. Here it is right here. Here it is right here. Uh, what is your flesh deciding for you because your spirit is weak? What is your flesh deciding for you because your spirit is weak? Yeah, you ain't even making a conscious decision to do it anymore. Your flesh just make decisions for you. you your flesh ain't asking you nothing. Your flesh is just doing whatever it decides to do. If it want to talk about somebody, it's going to talk about somebody. You don't have no control over it. But when God breaks you down uh, to the lowest common denominator, I promise to you uh, that that flesh uh, will get under control uh, if you will say, uh, not my will, your will be done. It's all right uh, if you crush me. Uh, it's all right uh, if you break me. Uh, it's all right uh, because I want to have dominion over my flesh. Here it is. Jesus is exercising authority over his flesh. He's saying, I know that I'm God, but I'm still wrapped in an earth suit. I'm still wrapped in flesh. And I need to show you that you got power 
power uh, over your flesh. Uh, your flesh cannot tell you uh, what to do. Uh, you got to reign over your flesh. Uh, you got to rule over your flesh. Uh, if you're going to be successful, uh, you got to tell your flesh, uh, you're not going to sleep right now. Uh, you about to pray. Uh, you got to tell your flesh, uh, I got a business to work uh, and I'm going to have to burn the midnight oil. Uh, flesh, uh, stay awake. Uh, I didn't come here to lose. Uh, I came here to win. Uh, I came here to walk in power. Uh, I came here to see success. Uh, I came here to see victory. Uh, where are the people at that say, I didn't come here to lose. I didn't come here to lose. I didn't come here to lose. I did not show up to lose. I showed up to win because I know that God got some great stuff in store for me. If I can make it through this season, I'm about to come out with another level of power. If I can make it through this season, people that don't know me, they're about to be introduced to me. If I can come out of this season without giving myself to my flesh, I'm going to watch God raise me up to another level. I don't have to sell myself out. I can sell myself to God and his will for my life. Somebody say, I didn't come here to lose. I was sent to earth to win. I was born to win. He formed me to win. He gave me the capacity to win. He gave me the gifts for everything he called me to do. I got to win. I can't fail when I say yes to God. I dare to say yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm a born winner. I'm a born winner. I'm a born winner. Yes, God. I don't care what it looks like in your family. I was born to win. Yes, I had to be prepared for this. Yes, I couldn't just show up and say what I was about to do. I couldn't just show up and put a podium on the stage. God had to process me in the back room. God had to take me through some stuff when nobody else was around. I had to be tempted and come out of the temptation with my yes for God. I had to tell my flesh, you will not have your way. It's time for you to seek the face of God. I showed up with victory. I showed up with power. I showed up with authority. How I know I got power? Because I'm exercising it over my flesh. I'm not declaring something that I'm not doing. I'm doing this. I'm doing it under the power of God. I'm doing it under the grace of God. Somebody shout, I did not show up. I didn't show up. I did not show up. I did not arrive on the scene so that I could lose. Oh, I didn't go through everything that I went through to fail right here. The devil is a liar. You're coming out of this test. You're coming out of this fight. You're coming out of this struggle. Somebody shout yes. 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 I speak over you. I speak over your life. I speak over your life. No, you didn't. You didn't go through that divorce to fail. You didn't go through all of that stuff you went through to 
fail. You went through it. God prepared you in it. He's bringing you out of it with your right mind. And I'm Yes, yes, yes. I speak over your mind. 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 I speak to you. I speak to you. And Amanda Shea. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, receive right now. There's somebody you're receiving right now. You're receiving right now. I dare you to lift up your voice. I dare you to lift up your voice. I said, Lord, my flesh ain't decided nothing for me. Nothing. Nothing for me. That's why I, su I submitted myself to service. To service. To service. You know, when someone hasn't submitted themselves yet they want to have authority but they're not submitted to authority oh my god just pay attention all you got to do is watch watch who's serving watch who's serving watch who's committed watch who's consistent all you got to do is watch. Yeah, yeah, it's in that place of service that God prepares you. The centurion said, uh, I know what it's like to be under authority and if I tell a soldier to go, he goes. He, he had power, but he was under authority. He recognized that Jesus was under authority. He was under the authority of the Father. It wasn't just him speaking what he wanted to speak. He was under authority. I'm telling you right now, if you're going to make it through this season, you're going to say no to your flesh. You're going to be able to speak to your flesh and tell your flesh no. We're not doing that today. This is what we're doing today. You're about to sit at that computer and you're going to finish writing that book. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. You're going to sit yourself down at that computer and finish writing that book. Why? You didn't come here to fail. All of that ability. All of that gifting. All of that talent. 2021 you won't waste one drop oh you're gonna get 
press. He going to press all of that out of you. You're not going to waste water. Try. But you're going to have to submit yourself. And stop thinking it's about you. He sent you to serve your generation. Yes, he did. He sent you to serve your generation. And if I was you, I would get under the word for the house. Yeah. See, I'm afraid of people who got a prophetic word, but don't get under the word for the house. I'm afraid of you. I'm afraid of you. If you got a word, then get under this one. Because this one is proven. Hallelujah. Somebody give God some praise in this place. I dare you to begin to praise him like you really mean it. He said the greatest among you going to be servant of all. The greatest among you going to run to service. The greatest among you going to humble themselves. They'll do anything in the house of God to make God look good. It's time for you. It's time. I'm telling you, this is your, this is the year you walk in for real victory. For real victory. If God is going to link you up with powerful people, you can't have a weak spirit. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I, I, I can't work with people with a weak spirit. I, I, I can't because you, you're too susceptible to allowing the devil to use you. But when you get strong in the spirit, then you learn how to be quiet at times and say, I ain't going to say nothing right here. This ain't the time for me to be talking. I'm just going to get up under right now and just be silent in this moment. Uh, and I'm going to wait on God because I don't want to mess up no opportunities uh, that's getting ready to come my way. Uh, I don't want to mess up no favor, no influence uh, that I'm about to win. Uh, if I can just be silent and serve. Uh, somebody just write, serve in silence, please. Come on, Andy, write that in the comments. Serve in silence. You, you didn't show up to fail. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. I want to pray for each and every one of you. There's so much left to exergete here, uh, but we're going to have to pick this back up on Thursday. God has something powerful in store for you. Very powerful. I want you to get your mind and your heart ready for what God is about to do for you is about to exceed your expectation. Glory be to God. Anytime you start something, anytime you start something new, you got to start it with some power. And that's why Jesus said, you know what? I, I, I'm going to have to fast now and go through this test because my ministry is about to go public. And if I can't handle this tests how I'm going to handle the scrutiny that's going to come with this next level. They're about to scrutinize me on a whole nother level. This is child's play. This child's play. Yeah, this, this, this ain't no big, this ain't no test. You think they was talking about you. You thought that was a test. <laughs> Said they talking about God testing me again. No, he not. You were just going through life. That's just, that's just stuff that just happened in life. God ain't testing you because they started talking about you. 
you got to start seeing that as child's play and say, I'm, I'm above that. Matter of fact, you know, I'm not even mad at people who talk about me. I pray for people who talk about me. And, and, and I may bless you. I may send something to your cash app. I've been known to do that. I'll bless you right where you are. Glory be to God. Where are the people at that's not afraid? And you said, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the next level. Hallelujah. Come on. I dare you to just put your hands up before God and say, God, I am ready. I do 